This episode of Poetic Properties with Complex is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Uh, This week was a blur um, between like bad sleep. I had to train again. I I had a couple of panic attacks that I just uh, didn't understand. Um, I couldn't tell left from right. It was, it was hectic. I'm not going to, I'm not going to front. Like I don't, I, I was asleep and just got overwhelmed. I don't know if I was having like a horrible dream or what have you, but um, I had woke up and like my heart was beating super fast and it was just, it, it was a bit much for me because like you can't really control them things and trying to be able to get through it without knowing why it's happening. It's, it's crazy. It's frustrating. It's confusing. And it just took me or threw me for a loop because like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything weird. I wasn't thinking about anything um, that was triggering. At least it didn't feel that way. But that happened like twice this week. Um, again, I had to, I was still training, and huh, I don't even I I don't even know how to 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 even explain that. I'm just gonna let that go. Let it be what it is. It's just it's a a whole show in itself, and. Uh, it's, it's definitely coming to an end because I'm, I'm like over it at this point, but it's just, it's, it's been a lot this week. Um, but even with, even with what's going on, like throughout, uh, throughout this week, like I've been very, very optimistic about, um, the progression of my life and the outcome of, or the results of things that, uh, from work that I'm putting in. Um, I've been working really hard on this podcast in general. I've been working really hard just, you know, uh, being at work. I've been, everything that I'm doing, I'm just really giving my best effort. And, um, I'm really trying to prioritize things so that I can, uh, maintain my sanity because I notice, you know, me giving my all is legit me giving my all. Like I'll run myself ragged trying to make sure that, that everything that I'm responsible for is good. But like, we all, like we always talk about on the podcast, accountability and self-love, self-awareness. So I'm remaining optimistic because I have so many things that I'm working on. Um, and that I'm trying to piece together. It's taken a, a, a little while because I'm doing it by myself. And uh, a lot of people, they don't, uh, they don't like helping. Right. Especially in the business, um, in business, everything like nothing is free. Like, and it just is what it is. And sometimes it's frustrating. Um, at a moment this week that like so much stuff hit me on the back end of my business, infinitely complex productions that you don't hear people talk about. And so since I'm in a space like, like, I don't really want to complain about it. Um, but sometimes I just get, I, again, I get overwhelmed. So I went to my, I went to my group chat and I'm like, man, 
I don't know what I thought business was on the back end, but it sure isn't this. And I had made a joke like, you know, all these freaking ebooks out here that people be hustling and scamming. Like, where's the real ebook about what's going on behind the scenes? And the homie Ken was like, you should make one. And immediately I'm like, I don't know, because it's the, the, the ebook. The ebook is synonymous with LLC Twitter. And I'm telling you now that should be useless. Like, I'm so glad that I didn't just get an LLC because Twitter said like I really had intentions on creating a business and owner uh, ownership and doing it properly and stuff. And I did, you know, the necessary research, you know, LegalZoom gave me a 30 day, you know, th- this is your checkpoints for 30 days. But then even that a- a- after that is is nothing right. I come from an era where you you hustle like it ain't no paperwork. You get to the product, you know, you, you, you get it, you get it to the people. That's what it is. You stack your money in your, your shoebox, and you just live life. But now it's so much paperwork and I get it. Like, I don't want to make it sound like I'm complaining. I, I get it, but people make it look so glamorous. And so with the research I've been doing on like really what it takes, like, cause you, like, there's things that you have to keep up with on the back end. There's things that, you know, like in, in my situation, there's marketing uh, for both apparel, which is different from marketing for the podcast, which is different from marketing for me, Complex the Poet. So it's just so much that goes into each piece of the business. But people just act like once you own the LLC and you like it's like ownership, ownership, but they don't really tell you what that entails. So I've just been researching. And when, when Ken said that in my mind, at first I'm like, nah, I don't want to do it. But then I start thinking about it. Like I'm taking all these notes and stuff. And, um, I don't want to be a gatekeeper. Like I looked for, I looked for jogging suits and if anybody from the group chat to listen to this, shut up. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to beat it to the ground. I look for jogging suits, which I call Power Ranger suits, for two years straight. And in two years, the responses that I got was like, I'll give you a vendor list for $800. I'll tell you for $500. I just wanted a two-piece jogging suit, right? I'm not in the same uh, lane as them as far as what their brand is. Like our brands will never cross. So there was no reason for it to, to, to be looked at as a competition. Right. I looked for it for two years. I found it on accident. Just randomly. Like I had been fed up with even looking for it at this point, And I found it. The moment that I found it, I told everybody I could tell this is where you go. This is what you need. This is how you do it, because I don't ever want nobody to feel like I felt in a sense of. You need help, like you have a you have an idea, but you may not have this extra money to do all of this. Right. And I, people oh, well, if you don't have the money, you don't, you don't have no business. Start trying to start a business. And it's just like. I'm not a dream killer. 
and I'm not a quitter. So I'm gonna keep on. I'm gonna keep on looking for it. And I like I, I said, I think maybe last month or two months ago, like I finally found it with the help of somebody on on YouTube that posted a video. Freaking, I don't even know how many months, weeks, years ago, and I just happened to come across it like after after purposely looking for it on YouTube, right? And so now I'm in the position of. Everything is so peacefully chaotic because I know where to go now. And now it's about making sure that I'm spending the money right, making sure that I'm I'm getting the best for for my for my buck so that I can in turn, you know, do the proper thing and what I charge to my people. Um so that I had created some anxiety because I'm like, all right, the more I plan for it without actually making the order or Without actually making an order and or getting samples, the more anxious I get because I know it's right there. But it's so much more that I have to do before I get to to that step, because I don't want to I don't want to do. All right, I'm going to order one thing. And then halfway through it, I'm like, oh, I want to add something. So for me, I want to be prepared. Like I want these things. I want these samples up front so I can see it so we can do it all right now. And then I could go from there and I don't have to worry about the the process of getting this stuff manufactured properly, getting it to me, getting the samples, you know, because all that stuff takes time, you know, and I'm not the only one trying to do business with, with these companies. So I have to also keep that in mind. So it creates this this anxiety of I know that my idea is going to to come to fruition. It's just a matter of when. Right. And so along with that and everything else that's been going on, because I have to be focused, I have to be focused at work on work. I have to be focused during, you know, when my kids need me, when my kids need me, when I'm preparing for the podcast, when I'm designing, um, when I'm dealing with my, my friends, like I have to be, I have to be present because that's who I am. That's just, that's my responsibility, but it becomes overwhelming in a sense of, I'll just want to help people, but also I'm going through whatever I'm going through. And then also I can't control the depression. I can't control the anxiety of, of everything. And it's just like at, at every moment, like my mind is like, I can't wait till it clicks. Because once it, once it click, I'll be able to relax. And I know that that's so false, but I know that once it click, it's going to be a new level of whatever, a new level of stress, a new level of anxiety, a new level of confusion, chaos, but I just want to get to this next click because I see it so clearly in all aspects of my personal business, the poetry, the podcast, the apparel. Like I see, I see the next, the next step and I'm so close to it, but the anxiety of like seeing it right here and not being able to touch it, it's dehabilitating. And that goes for a lot of stuff that happens in my life because it's like I'll be in a bad mood and I'll know like, all right, it's 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 almost over. And I have to keep telling like the 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 more days pass that it's not over, I have to keep telling myself. It's almost over, right, because I'm not going to quit, I'm not going to get mad or or 
I'm going to get mad, but I'm not going to get mad enough for it to derail me from the vision that I have. Like now I'm, I'm, I'm too far into it to quit. I'm too far into it to quit the pod. I'm too far into it. Like I've given too much time and y'all know how I feel about time. Right. But it's cre- like even the positive stuff is creating these panic attacks. And so this week, I really had to try to calm myself down and really try to just kind of figure out how I want to handle things. And nothing worked. Like, I'm just nothing worked. Because I'm just excited. I'm I'm excited because I am closer to uh, uh, changing the business and getting things that I actually, you know, that that I want to, uh, cause I want to change it. We're going full athleisure and just being this close to getting new items in to get to you guys is just, it's a great feeling, but it's a frustrating feeling because patience, but I live by patience, purpose, order. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's stuff that comes with that. Like I'm, um, I'm extreme on on both sides. So either the depression is extremely low or the anxiety is extremely high. Then between, it seems like it's not there. And it's like, even when I'm feeling bad about it, I really try not to complain. I try to hold it in. Um, And I don't want to say I try to fake it till I make it. I know I say that often, but I really try to stay busy, Right. I really try to stay as as occupied mentally as I can not to so I so I don't think about it. So it's like even though I'm very introverted and I really have a hard time talking to people face to face like in person. Um it it's like in person on the phone like I really have a hard time in one-on-one settings. Uh I don't know why but it's it's very difficult for me. So I'll go over time, you know, in my group chat or I'll go to sleep because my mind is, is racing so much of like, it, it's, it's almost like cartoons when it's a, uh, you know, I got the evil and it got the evil or I got the devil and the, and the, the angel on the shoulder or whatever. And it's you, it's different size of you. It's like, well, if I, if I did this, then boom, if I did that, it's like that in real life. But it's a, it's a, it's like a tornado in my mind. It's like I can't, like, it's so chaotic, and and even when it gets steady, it's just a constant ringing and pounding in my head of information going left to right, up and down, side to side. It's just, it's so much that goes on. Um. And again, I, I we talked about a few weeks ago about, um. The anxiety of, because I posted on Twitter, the anxiety of knowing better days are ahead, like, it's one of the worst things that, to me, is for me, for me, for me. And this journey that I'm on is one of the worst parts of the struggle that I have. Because it's not just in business that I feel like better days are humming. It's like it's in regular life. 
you know, my kids are sick and I'm and, and I'm dealing with that and trying to make sure they're taking the medicine. Um, just wanting them to be better. But they're not. And then it's nothing that I could do that that. That's a weakness for me. I got I sit in my room and it's in my mind, like, especially now that I've had COVID, I felt COVID, I seen COVID kill people like I, I, I see what it does. So now it's like, I. I hope it's just the flu. I hope it's just a cold. And then, you know, a day pass, two day passes and it's like they still sick and I'm 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 confused. Because it's nothing that I could do if it's if it, even if it's the flu or COVID it, or a cold, I can't do anything. And I've always been very protective over the kids when they sick, but even more so now because. Of COVID. Because knowing what it feels like, because I know that, um, you know, yeah, they're vaccinated and stuff like that, but still you can still get it. Things could still happen. And so I want to I want to be in a space to where I'm not so mentally gone in regards to it. I want to go to go to a place to where it's not that difficult for me to sleep at night, for me to be able to, you know, have a peaceful sleep and not be so worried about stuff. And it's crazy because I don't be like I'm not worried about bills like rent. Like I'm not worried about stuff like that. It's the weirdest thing that crossed my my mind that creates these worries. And for me, it made it it really made my week a chaotic week. But it wasn't bad. Like I don't I don't even know how to I don't even know how to explain it because I feel like like when I was having a panic attacks, they weren't heavy. They weren't like like doom and gloom type panic attacks. They weren't like, oh my god, the bills aren't paid. Oh my god, like so it was it was confusing to me. It was confusing to me, and that's I think that creates a different level of chaos in me because we're human and we want to figure out as fast as we can what the issue is that's that's hindering us so that we can. So that we can figure it out. Because. We don't want to be in these spaces of feeling down, like I'm not a person who wants to be in a a sad place. I'm not a person who wants to be in a place where I have to argue. I'm not a person who wants to to, you know, feel like uh, woe is me. I'm a person that I just want to be left alone. I want to be at peace. I want to I want to succeed in everything that I possibly can. And I want to be able to be excited like a normal person. And for whatever reason, I'm incapable of doing that. I don't know if it's if it's the trauma that I've been through. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what, but it's impossible for me to simply just be excited without me having panic attacks. And it's the weirdest things, but it's like like everything will be like I said the other day, you'll be going through something like so like so crazy that like my mind says when I'm going through something that is just over the top crazy, something good is about to happen. I know that's weird, but also like when I'm sitting here and everything be fine, like everything 
be going great. And great for me is there ain't no problems. Uh, all the bills paid. There's groceries. The kids are fine. Like that's that's going great for me. I'm a very, very simple guy. And then something will happen. And it creates this mental rat race. And now I'm in my mind. I'm trying to to prioritize what's what. Like I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to organize uh, least to greatest anxieties. But in order to do that, I got to figure out what's what I got to figure out. Did I see something? Did I hear something that I'm not realizing? Do I smell something? Because it's something that I'm learning as I'm as I'm going through this rebuilding of myself, this daily rebuilding of myself is that triggers are a real thing. And I know social media has made the I'm triggered thing uh, very mundane, but it's a, it's a real thing. And it, and, and I feel sorry for people who have a uh, hair trigger level of triggers because I keep telling myself I'm not at a high level of trauma. I know it's a lie because how easily a smell triggers me, how easily a song triggers me. The, trying to be able to 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 get through those moments. You have to relive them. And when you are in a mental space like I am in, you're trying to run from them, but you can't get away from them until you deal with them. But if you deal with them, it's too much and you try to run from them. And that's a struggle that I have. Like, I really don't like I'm not a person. I'm not a, I'm not afraid. I'm just tired. And so I try to block things out. I try like I try to suppress things. I try to do the best that I can to, you know, feel what I need to feel. Like if three things hit me at once, I really try to still just feel one at a time. Whichever one is right there, like whichever one is at the front of my mind, beating my brain up. I try to stay there and feel what I feel. And sometimes it'll be something extremely sad. And it'll be something extremely happy. And it create this 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 I it, it creates this outward feeling that people might consider bipolar because sometimes I am I, I'm extremely sad about something. And then just like I have the triggers of things that that make me sad, I have triggers that excite me. Not just sexually, but like like a little kid, like really like on some like, oh, my God, like like bugging out. And last week when I was talking about brick by brick. And I said, what are you made of? I started thinking. And I really start like analyzing how I am with me. And again, we talk about accountability. We talk about being honest. We talk about being true. And so I initially was going to name this episode median point. And I was going to go through, I was going to go through 
the highs and lows of who we are and how, you know, in order for us to to be what we are, we, we have to come to that median point. But then I'm thinking like, because it, it took me a couple of days to come up with a with a with a title, and then one of the listeners was like, "Yo, that was like I think you should go, I think you should go in on that one. Like that would be a great title in 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 for you to break down, and it was, and that's why this episode is, uh, what are you made of? Because this is a follow up to brick by brick." Um, and so as I'm in this maze of confusion, because I have such sensitive triggers, both good and bad, I have to figure out what I'm made of. So last week I said, you know, my martyr is love, uh, uh, love, pain, um, happiness, like everything that I that I've been through, that's what holds my 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 bricks together. But essentially, what's in the brick? And I start thinking about everything that we do as we reach out, reach out to people. Before I forget, before I forget, um, follow me on Good Pods. Leave a review there. Um, you could you could do a star ranking one through five. Um, and you can also leave a review. If you have any type of feedback, constructive criticism, uh, just acknowledgement, or you want to hear me talk about anything, um, or you want my insight or you just want a conversation, poetic properties on Twitter, poetic properties, podcast on IG, um, Share the podcast with your friends if you think it's helpful. Like, I'm really trying to do a service, uh, do a good service to my people. Um, I know that was really not smooth, but I really just almost forgot. I've, I I felt myself going into what DW says, my preacher mode. So I had to stop before I did that um, to make sure um, you guys know that it's imperative. Like, in order for us to 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 in order for us to get this podcast to do what it needs to do. We have to be um, fearless in how we share it and who we share it with um, and not be ashamed. Right. I know mental mental health stuff and self-help content is one of the hardest one of the hardest to consume because you are faced with having to check yourself. And. I tell you guys all the time, I'm here and I'm on here and I'm being vulnerable. I'm being honest. I'm being true, not to act as if I'm better than you or I'm further ahead of you in this this mental health journey that we are trying to fight through. It's to be an example to you so that you can have these conversations with your partner and be able to have these conversations with your kids, um, with your therapist, you know, And if you have a support system of close friends or whoever, um, so you were able to do that and not and not feel any fear about it, because a lot of times. 
we're not giving that opportunity to feel free in that space. Um, also, if you want to support the podcast, um, the podcast, the Twitter podcast and the good pods app, it has a tip jar donate. If you will, you know, things go, it'll go towards the podcast or whatever. Now that that out, that that's out of the way, we, we, this it's this high level of confusion that that puts you in a rat race. And so for me, it's a it's a matter of breaking down me. So we talked about we talked about last week the bricks, right? And so for me, respect is a big part. Like respect is is a is a major part for me because what boundaries do I have? Out of those boundaries, do I understand them enough to fight for them? Right? Because we'll go through, excuse me, we'll let people do anything to us. And a lot of times we say, oh, it's because of love. It's because of this. It's because of that. And it's, be- and it's not. It's because you don't respect yourself. And it's okay because a lot of us don't, a lot of us don't, but it's from ignorance, not from lack of wanting to. And it takes a while for you to learn how to respect yourself because it comes with accountability. It comes with you searching your heart. It comes with you like understanding who you want to be. And as long as you don't know that, there's no respect. You can't create a boundary. How how do you create a boundary when you are um, living the life that people want you to live still? Like I hear people say, you know, I was raised like this. I was raised like that. So that's why I'm this way. You know, you see when people do stuff wrong, you know, um, it's like, oh, that's their upbringing. And that's this and that's that. And it's like, at what point do you hold accountability to yourself? A lot of us. A lot of us were brought up bad, right? A lot of us were brought up bad or rough or, you know, we were forced to be independent at early ages, uh, whatever the circumstances were, right? And that's cool. And there's trauma there and that's fine. But then there at some point you you got away from your house, you know, the house you grew up in. You got on your own. You got your own apartment. You start living your life. You got a job. You start paying your own bills. At that point, it's no longer how you was raised. Now it's time for you to start start uh, uh, applying yourself. If I do something right now at 39, it don't have nothing to do with my upbringing. It has everything to do. Like if I go rob a store today. It don't have nothing to do with because I wore Payless shoes when I was young. It has everything to do with. I'm about to rob the store because that's what type of time I'm on. You can't blame my parents because I'm robbing people. I grew up. But you don't you don't you don't know that because. That's how. The cycle goes. 
Nobody wants to hold you accountable. Oh, that's how he was raised. His daddy went to jail, so he went to jail, so he went to... Fam. No. What happens is we give this fake respect out of the idea of not hurting, out of the idea of saving face. At some point, you got to say, all right, I was raised this way, but now I am free to live my life. I pay my own bills. I'm under my own roof, have my own car, have my own job. How do I want to live? And it's up to you to learn how to do that. It's up to you to start learning how to respect yourself so that you can teach people how to respect you. I'll go back to this. The dumbest thing we tell our kids is treat people how you want to be treated. Don't. They're never going to treat you how you want to be treated. You treat them with the respect that you know how. And if they are disrespectful, as long as you know who you are, you will be capable of not dealing with them. It took me a while to learn my boundaries. It took me a while. Because I didn't want to make my parents look bad. I didn't want to make my grandparents Look bad. I don't want to be defiant to them, even though it's like I don't I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. But because I have no respect for myself, I'm just going to keep doing it. I go back to where I went to last week because I have no respect for myself. I took the brick of of whooping the kids. But once I start gaining respect for me and start realizing like, bro, how did you feel when you was getting a whooping? And again, I like. We came up in an era where that's what it was. I know my, like, I don't want to make it like mine is more drastic than anybody else's who got whoopings. But what I'm saying is when you have a high level of respect for yourself and you have a, like, compassion and understanding, it's like, nah. So you're able to set boundaries and it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people say how you how you talk to them. If you are ta- if, if if you feel that you are coming from uh, a, a place of peace, it doesn't matter. It's not it, it's not what you say. Like like, I don't care how you interpret it. I, I'm I'm saying what I'm saying. But I had to earn my own respect because I saw how I was living. I saw what I was willing to to allow people to say and do to me without ever saying anything off the idea of if I get mad, they're going to they're going to say that I'm a mean person or they're going to say that I'm controlling. And they're like, it's so much trauma in that. But it boiled down to me, like, do you respect yourself? Like, does it really matter? Does it really matter if this person feels this about you, if you you know, it's not true? Like, at what point do you stand up and say, no, that's like, I am not who you say that I am. Even if you don't have to say it to that person, you just get enough in you to respect yourself. I went through that situation with my daughter's mom. I allowed her to talk to me in any kind of way, but I loved her. And it was difficult for me to say certain things to her because I loved her. 
But the lack of me not saying anything was not love. It was disrespect for myself because I created no boundaries. I'm so worried about not being alone because I'm, I'm, I'm previously divorced. I'm just letting you say whatever. But I just start coming to reality and you, and you start asking me to, to leave my sons and, 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 and I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing the behavior like now I got to respect me. If that means that we're not together and I don't talk to you ever, I have to respect me. I'm not leaving my sons. Like either we all, either we all going to rock and, and be adults and mature about it. Or it's going to be chaotic. But I respect me. I found I found respect for me enough to say I can't deal with this. Because I'm not the things that you say. I see what I'm doing to 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 respect you. I see what I'm doing to try to maintain your love, but it's not being reciprocated because I'm not telling you you're loving me incorrectly. My mind says you're an adult, you know you disrespected me, but because nobody checked you, this is what you do. And I had to go through that to gain some sort of respect for myself. It, it That had a lot to do with me not trusting myself. I can't, I can't help you. Like, like many a times people, I don't trust you. I, well, I don't know what the fuck to say. Cause I don't trust me. Cause the moment I start loving you, I become this doofus and do whatever you say and move how you want me to move. And, and, and I'm miserable. And then when you hurt me and you turn everybody against me, I'm still, I'm by myself. And I'm crying and I'm, and I'm hurting and so much pain. And again, I had to learn through the pain. I had to learn how to trust myself. I had to say, and I had to start small. I had to say certain things to myself. Like I'm not going to allow this. I'm not going to allow that. And I had to stick to it no matter how much it hurt me because the transformation hurts. When you go from trying to, trying to live to please people and you go from this, this space of, of like, I just want to make sure that I'm always surrounded by people and you really got to figure out what you made of. It hurts when you have to sit yourself down like, yo, I can't even trust you. I can't trust you with with thousands because you keep giving it away. Like literally three, four years straight. Five thousand. Ten thousand. Seven thousand. Here, here, here. Here. While I need it the whole time. While I could use some of that in 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 live life and not have a day-to-day struggle, I'm giving it to you to make sure that you good. Dumbest thing ever. But in my mind, because I'm living on these societal standards, if I give you money all the time, we gonna be good. That's why I'm so hard on, yo, we got to get out of these. We, we have to get out of this, the, this facade uh, that, so, that social standards give us. Like we have to get, it's fake. It's, I, I'm telling you, I did everything that they was doing on social media and I didn't get near happy post. 
It's everything. But then when it start hurting, when it start hurting so bad, instead of me trusting myself and, and, and respecting myself and saying, boom, 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 I was just like, all right, I'm just going to do what you do. Tell you right now, I'm not equipped for that. Because I get sad. I'm not, I'm not going to hold, well, then. I used to be like, nah, I'm, I'm that, uh, I'm, I'm that, that, that meme, like the, the crybaby face when you do something to me. But in my mind, I, what, what, like, I'm going to do what you do to catch your attention and it's going to hurt you this much. And then we're going to figure it out because I don't trust, I, I like, I don't trust me to be normal. So I got to, I got to now, I got to be a reflection of you because I don't trust me. So not only am I not made of respect, I'm not made of trust. I can't blame that on my upbringing. I can't. Was there, is there trauma in regards to relationships from relationships that I've seen growing up? Yeah. But at what point do I do I stop and say, that's not healthy? This isn't healthy. At what point do I not be afraid of the void and, and, and get away? At the time, I wasn't made up of respect or trust. That's why I have trust issues now. Because I thought love was going to carry everything. I thought me being a protector and me, you know, at the drop of a hat, if you want money, I'm going to give you money. If you want something, I'm going to give it to you. And that's that's what I was offering. Love, dick, money. So much more that needs to be in there. But I'm incomplete at who I am. I'm giving you the pieces that you seek from me. But I'm empty and now I can't live without you. So I'm just doing whatever to so that I can stay in your presence. Not because you're this amazing ass person, but because I don't want to be I don't want to be alone. And I don't want to disrespect any of my adult relationships because in real time, to me, they was amazing ass women. I don't beef with them. I know I know the level of the game. I know the rules of the game. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, but you lose when you're not strong enough to figure out what you're made of. I started to get a little bit shaky with my honesty. And the reason why I started getting shaky with my honesty with others was because I'm not being honest with myself. I knew my marriage was over. I knew it was. It was too much going on, but I'm like, nah, we got kids. Like, come on, bro. We got to figure it out. But then when I'm like, all right, you, you bugging. I got to do what I got to do. I knew my relationship was where my daughter's mom was over. Because it started shifting when I started finding who I was, when I started standing up, when I started to say, no, I'm not. No, we're not doing that. 
when I started saying like you're wilding and you need to relax, then you drift off. And 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 since you since you start drifting off, and now I'm like, all right, well, you talking to me crazy, you talking down on me. We don't spend time no more. You're you're treating me like some second rate citizen. In my mind, we we done. But somehow in your mind, we're not. So it creates chaos. But again, it's because I'm I'm not honest. I'm not honest in saying to your face, yo. You talk down on me, you're you are requesting something from me that I would never do. I love all of my kids. I love all of my kids, all six of them. But you don't get to ask me to leave my kids to make a life with you. Because now, regardless, I'm not, I'm, I don't want nothing to do with you now. Because this is something you could have led with. This is something you could have, you could have, oh, you got kids? Ooh. You don't wait till another kid is coming to insinuate, hey, I don't, you don't do that. But I wasn't honest in saying, yo, we got to break up for that reason. I just let her keep doing what she what she was doing and kept disrespecting me and kept distancing, you know, and kept making it like, you know, I'm a babysitter to my, like, until I found someone else. Was I wrong? Yeah. Was it dishonest? Yeah. But that's, that's, I did what I had to do to protect me. And in those moments, I felt like, all right, you want to do this and you want to treat me like this. So, boom, I'm about to hurt you back. Hopefully, it stings enough for us to have a conversation kind of get some help, whatever. But in my mind, why do I care? This woman is, this woman is pregnant with your kid and telling and asking you and basically telling you, we never going to live together. We're never going to be nothing. You know, your, your boys are too much. And I got to eat that. And then there's a narrative created, but again, I can't defend myself because if I defend myself, I'm uh, aggressive, I'm controlling. Also, I can't defend myself because I'm not honest with myself. I'm overlooking these things. I've been depressed and having anxiety for way longer than than uh, than the official diagnosis. But I just didn't know it because. I didn't come up around people who understood mental health like that. So I'm like, dang, I'm just really sad or I'm I'm just really moody, stuff like that. But again, it's what I'm made of. It's what I'm made of. You, you, I'm grown now. So now I'm learning what works and what doesn't work. I'm learning the behaviors. Like I'm, I'm reliving the behaviors of the, the, the people that I saw before me and it's not working. So I have to scratch that. All right. So what's going to work for me? I had to learn compromise. 
because I like I compromise to a very unhealthy level. And that's why I'm always in the middle of these relationships. I'm always in the middle of these friendships. I'm always in the middle of these work issues that just don't work because I'm willing to shut up for the greater good. It don't matter how many times I'm sitting in my room crying. It doesn't matter how, you know, how many drinks I pour because I just don't understand why things are just not working. I don't, it doesn't matter how many migraines, how many sleepless nights. None of that matters because I'm compromising to an unhealthy level. At what point do the compromise fit me? At what point do, do I say, hey, What do you need? Stop giving that up. Stop giving them love at at the cost of your peace. Stop being who they want you to be at the sake of your sanity. It's one thing about me is that I'm like, like I am the first to tell you that I'm not perfect. But when it comes to relationships, I am that guy. I'm going to like, I'm going to make sure everything is good. Friendship, relationship, work, as long as you treat me with respect. And there is some type of uh, reciprocated energy. It takes a while, but the moment I feel like I'm being used, every, it's dead. Once I get there, it's dead. It doesn't matter. I got to break down all these bricks that, that were given to me and build who I, who I need to be. So in these instances, the, you know, these relationships that I had, even my high school relationships, it, it, it's helping me be who I am today. Because now I'm having to break that stuff down. I'm having to really look at it within myself and I'm having to be honest with myself. And I mean brutally honest with, with myself. Like That's why I tell you guys, I'll, I'll hold myself accountable before anybody ever will. Because I'm at the point that I want to be fixed. Not fixed for a relationship, not fixed for the kids, not fixed for this brand, for appearances. I want to be better for myself. So I have to be brutally honest with myself. I have to tell myself, my guy, you need to start exercising. That belly getting a little bit rotund. You need to cook better. You need to get rest for real. You need like I'm that person. You need to apologize. You need no, you need to stand on that because you're right. Stop giving in because you don't want to look. Nah, forget that. If 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 you can't be right and still have a conversation with someone, they not for you. Friendship, relationship, work. Don't talk to them. If every time your feelings are expressed, you quote unquote drama and you extra, be okay with not talking to them. Stop compromising everything in you for for their peace. They sleeping at night. They waking up knowing that you love them so much, knowing that you a good friend, that you gonna regardless of what they said to you, what they did, you gonna have their back. You're going to give them 
what they ask for. You're going to love them how they need to be loved. They're going to give you sex. Not that it was bad. But that's what I allowed. I had no boundaries. I was I was dishonest with myself and oh that's good. That that's what it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to do all this, you're supposed to give me sex. I'm supposed to let you do and say what you want to say to me. I'm supposed to just be mum's the word. Yes, ma'am, no ma'am, I love you too. Like, huh? You got to go through something to get somewhere. And unfortunately, trying to figure out what you made of and really sitting down and coming face to face with your reality is one of the most difficult things that you will possibly have to do. But you have to be able to do these things for yourself first. You have to do these things for yourself. I knew that I had a breakdown in in trusting me and being honest with myself with my last adult relationship. I say that because it took me two years. I mean, I was sick. Crying just at the that at the 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 thought of her just You know, a song would come on and, oh, my God, I would lose it. I was tripping, like, in my sleep, reaching for her. And I'm just like, why? Like, 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 why am I, why am I wilding out? And it was, it it was during those times of, of me understanding, like, no doubt I love her. No, no doubt. That, That was my dog. No doubt. If, if, if the situation, if the situation was, you know, if I can go back in time and, and, and not react how I did, I would not for the sake of still being together, but for the sake of we was friends, we was friends, right? But when we broke up, it was like, my goodness, it was, it took so freaking long. And, you know, then I find out she's married and all, like it, I mean, it, it, it was crazy. And this whole while I'm like, I'm giving myself, like I'm giving all of me. And I said, you know what? It's over. What are you why, what are you bugging for? Like why are you waiting for her to return? Why are you like like I had never I had never been in the position that I really was waiting for somebody to to return. Like I'm not I like y'all know me. I don't care laugh if you want to. Like it took me 2 years to realize that that woman was not like we was not getting back. It wasn't a breakup to make up situation. Like it took me two whole years. That's how much I loved that woman. I was willing to 
say I was wrong about everything because the love was so intense. But for two years, I did myself a disservice because I was compromising who I was and trying to sweep under the rug of how I felt in, you know, in all this. And I go back to the compromise was because I had no respect for myself because I didn't have no boundaries. Not knowing who you are and trying to maneuver through the world is a dangerous thing. You wind up in situations that once you gain knowledge, you realize I should have never been in that situation. I should have never responded in that way. Like now that I look back at my relation, my last two relationships, right? Those both, both of those relationships ended from my reaction. Because my idea was you hurt me. So I'm about to hurt you instead of being like, yo, like, What's up? This is this, that is that. We rocking, are we not? Let's 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 do it. I gotta eat that though. I got no. I'm not trying to take up for them and say that whatever. Y'all know I don't. I speak for me. I gotta eat that because the way that I reacted altered the course of my life. I went through all that pain, but I'm here now. And I understand who I am. I understand that the compromise is not for you. I got to learn how to compromise with myself first. I got to learn how to like, it's so much stuff that again, we, we, we are raised to put all this love out, all this respect out, all this trust into other people. And we're not taught to do that for yourself. Like I, like I'm, I'm just being honest. If I can't trust myself, like for me, like I'll be like, all right, I'm, I'm doing smoothies, right? For me, I tell myself a realistic day. I'm not one of them. I'm about to do smoothies for 30 days. I'm telling you right now, that shit don't work for me. But if I'm like, I'm a detox on Sunday. And then I'm going to do three days this week, just smoothies and one uh, uh, smoothies and one meal. And then two days, I'm just going to eat regular. If I can't stick to that, I'm be truthful and honest with somebody else. If I can't tell myself, all right, I'm gonna walk up and down the stairs ten times for the sake of exercise and not just to walk, and then I do two and be like, ah, this is stupid. It doesn't matter if it's stupid. You said you was gonna do it. Do it. I know that sounds so little, but it's stuff like that that'll get you to the next level. You just saying little things to yourself so that you can gain respect for yourself, so that you can learn boundaries for yourself. That's why my boundaries are so strong right now. That's why my, my that's why I isolate so well right now, because I just start understanding like, nah, do you respect you or not? Is there any piece of respect for yourself in you or not? Because if it is, you have to set the boundaries that are necessary for you to get to the next day. 
If you don't have the respect that you need in yourself, you cannot respect nobody else. And you sure are not going to be able to understand respect from others. So it's your call. What you going to do? For me, I laced up like, all right, bet. It's me against everything. It's not a personal thing, but it's it, like I'm in a learning process right now. So I don't have time for the outside influences. I don't have time for, you know, unnecessary conversations. I don't have time for drama. I'm not compromising on this. I need to help me. I need to be able to look myself in a mirror and be okay with that. Every decision that I've made up to date, I got to look at myself in the mirror and be okay with that. And even the decisions that I'm not okay with, I got to hold myself accountable. I have to. Because when I'm dealing with people, I have to treat them with the same standard that I treat myself with. I have to sit, uh, uh, put my foot down and make sure they treat me with the same standards I treat myself with. But if I have no idea what I'm made of, who am I to tell anybody how to treat me? I knew I was getting better when I when 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 fighting was my first uh, stop being my first response. That was my response to everything. You want to fight? Oh, okay, cool. Why, why are you talking to me then? Don't like, what are you looking at? Do you want to fight or not? Like that was my response to everything. But now I have boundaries. Sir, I don't want to fight. Cause it's going to take you to hit me one good time. And you know, I'm a Hawk smash and I'm not going to stop. And people got weapons now. And like, it's just, it's, it's so much. So now I'm thinking 10 steps ahead before I'm right here on the emotional tip. And it just is what it is. Let's get to going. Whatever happened, happened. Word to Lux. I was a lost nigga. I didn't know who I was. I spent the first half, I spent the first third of my life running after my brothers. The second third complaining that I didn't want to be like my brothers. But still running after my brothers. The third that I'm in now is figuring like I have to have boundaries. I've been on my own for a long time at this point. I can't keep on living like they live or from their experiences or from their advice. I can't keep doing that. I can't keep living from my parents' advice. I can't keep living of uh, how I saw my, my biological parents' uh, relationship uh, go from the little bit that I can remember, how I saw, you know, uh, my father, my mother right now, th uh, they still married, how I saw they, I I have to say, this is who I want to be. This is what I'm going to stand on. This is what I don't like. It, I don't care. The boundaries that I've created are for me. It's nothing against nobody else. It's not to hurt nobody else's feelings. It's for me. This is where I feel safe at. 
I don't want extra drama. I don't want beef with nobody. I just want understanding. And since nobody, uh, nobody can understand without, you know, offering, oh, well, you have to think about it like this, then I have to isolate. You're not going to slap me and tell me I have to think about why you slapped me. I used to do that before and it hurts. It hurts because I'm I'm in my room at night like, why are they treating me like this? But not saying, why am I still staying? Why do they talk to me like this? But not saying, why do you even talk to them? Why am I still being charitable to these people? Why am I giving all of me, but not saying, why are you not doing that for yourself? Why are you not buying yourself no shoes? Why are you not, you know, going to get your hair cut? Why are you not going to buy yourself no clothes? It was a period of time that I hadn't bought clothes. Like, and in, in even right now, besides my clothes that I have from Peacefully Flawed, www.peacefullyflawed.com, I haven't bought myself nothing. Anything. I would rather give that money to the relationship. But when boundaries start coming and those yeses turn to no's and and those, oh, go ahead, turn into what you need it for and why. Everything starts to shift. When that overcompromise of, all right, we could just do we could just do that. Turns into. No, I'm not trying to do that right now. That creates a level of chaos. And everybody, not just romantic relationships and friendships at work. I remember when I told them at work, no, I'm cool on OT. What? Fam, I just worked OT for y'all for two and a half years and y'all still complained. I'm good, fam. Well, you know, I know you got the kids and stuff. That'll be good. Because what they don't know is a whole two and a half years, I was saving money. I was saving for a time that I, because because I felt in my spirit that I was going to get strong enough one day to be like, man, I'm not doing this. I'm going to do it when I want to do it. Not when, like, like I'm not going to keep, oh, okay, we, we behind on this. All right, I'll stay. I'm not going to keep doing that. I knew it. I knew because of how my life goals, I know I'm weak up front. I know I'm too caring up front. I know it takes me a minute to catch on, but that's the me thing. And that's something that I've been working on, you know, to get through to, to, to who I am today. And I knew that there was going to come a time that I was going to be cool on, on that. So I saved. And then I got strong enough to set the boundary of, no, I'm not doing that. And then that's when the nitpicking came. That's when the write-ups came. That's when the micromanagement came because I, I stood up for myself. So it's not just it, it, it's not just in romantic situations. It's not just, you know, uh, uh, situations with your kids, with your partner. It's not it's, it's in every aspect of your life. If you have no boundaries and you go through these relationships with no boundaries, the moment that you start like you might like have this in your mind already. And I'm just from my experience. If you are listening to this podcast and you are in the situation that I just explained. Understand when you get the strength to have that boundary, that particular relationship, that particular job, 
um, whatever your relationship is with your family, understand it's going to change drastically. It's going to hurt for 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 30 to 90 days. But trust me. Stay in that space for yourself. Stay in that in that space of creating and standing on that boundary if it's the boundary you need. It's almost like uh, it's almost like a person on drugs, right? Every day, every day, every day, every day, you just not having a boundary, and everybody doing and saying what they want to you, and 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 behaving in ways that are not beneficial to you, and you're okay with it. You're okay with it, and then you take that from them. Because now you gain enough, you t- you sick and tired of being sick and tired. And now you set boundaries, not even for them, for yourself. I set a boundary for myself that I'm not arguing with nobody. I'm just gonna block you because that's a me thing. If you can get into my head enough to alter my emotions to a point to where I'm ready to harm you or say bad things about you. I got to get away from you because I'm weak and I'm going to respond to you. I don't have nothing to do with you. I'm saving my sanity by not speaking to you. I'm saving my sanity by not responding to emails at work. I'm saving my sanity by not responding to certain texts that I that I get. I don't have nothing to do with you. Violence is so easy for me. Like so easy. Like my mind is just, it's, it's wired that way. Violence is very, very easy. I don't look at death the same way. Like I've already experienced crazy amount of death of friends, um, by all, in all facets, uh, natural accidents, gunshot, like I've experienced all of that. I lost my father-in-law. So I know how it feels to lose a parent. I lost my child. Like, I don't look at, like, violence is easy to me. So I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not blocking you or I'm not not speaking to you for you. It's not because you did anything. It's because I feel like I, I want my sanity. And you don't get to control that no more. I want my peace. You don't get to control that no more. So when I make moves now, it's solely for me to stay in my right mind. The compromise for me is, oh, you almost got me to say something that I, oh, now I got to block you. Because I don't want to be on I don't want to be on defense when I'm talking to you. I don't want to be like like in a double in a mental double dutch like oh say it say it I dare you I dare you to be prepared to pounce on you. So the compromise is I got to remove you from my space. It ain't about you. It's because I know where I'm gonna take it. And I'm going to take you to a place to where it's going to be no return. Because violence is easy. 
it's hard for me to be in this this space, this 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 peacefully flawed space. That's why I say like like when I wear my 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 clothes, this is a a reminder that I know I'm flawed, but there is so much peace in me and I have to get there and I have to keep it and I have to make sure that I don't let nobody take it from me. I have to make sure that when if if it's about compromising, it's about me compromising to a point to where that's going to benefit me because I know I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm coming from a place of peace. I'm coming from a place of love. I know that about me. But if I leave the access open to me, I don't know if you're coming from a place of love. I don't I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't know if you're saying it from hate. I don't know if you're saying it from hurt. I don't know if you're saying it from your day being messed up or somebody doing something to you and you taking it. Up. I don't know that. So. I want I'd rather be sure. And alone than unsure and let you continue to attack me from a space of unsurety. That didn't happen. You guessed it. Until I start respecting me and started setting boundaries because this is what I'm made of. I'm made of of respect. I'm made of trust. I'm made of honesty. I'm made of uh, a compromise. Because I have to be, but I, but, but that, that's a me brick. You're not, you're not getting that if I don't give it to me. If that brick is cracked, if that brick is uneven, if it don't fit right in the castle, you I still got to add to it. I got to level it out. I have to do the best that I can to, 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 to either fit it in, but then there comes the individuality of the situation. It's not going to fit. I can't be afraid that it's not going to fit. It's not going to fit in. It's going to be a little bit crooked. I have to understand that and I have to be okay with that. But again, it goes back to, to, to the respect factor because you're so scared to be yourself. And you're scared of being yourself because you don't know who you are. So there's no individuality. Like, I love and I'm it just is what it is. I love to see the holiday um when the couples be dressing alike. I love it. I like it's I, I love when they go on vacation and you know they're matching and stuff like that. And I, I see it a lot because the concept and the idea indicates that there's some there's a healthy there's a healthy compromise in that situation. I also see that even in the togetherness, there's individuality. I was one of those people that once I'm with you, I'm diehard. We go into the grave, girlfriend, fiance, wife, like I'm that way. You got to do something like very, very drastic for me to be away from you and be okay from being away from you. That's just how I am in relationships. Even at work. I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to fit in. 
they be arguing and saying certain things and at certain points that sometimes it's points that I understand and I get, but I'm logical. So I understand this is corporate America. Yeah, you 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 feel like that. Cool. You yelling and complaining and tripping out. I don't got time for that. I'm not about to listen to you complain all day, every single day. Quit. They don't owe you nothing. They don't owe me nothing. So be okay with being who you are. You don't have to stick with the crowd. It's certain times I know they be like at work. I know they be like, I wish he had shut up because it's not in their favor. But it's also times that the leader should be like, yo, but you can't be this right right now. Like, relax. But it comes with understanding who you are. I tell you guys often, I'm trying to be who I say I am at all times. And I'm not yet. But the goal is to wake up. Like today I woke up. Today I did everything that I said that I was going to do. I am who I said I was today. Little steps. I'll always have things to work on because perfection does not exist. But I don't struggle from, I don't, I, I'm, I have my own individuality. But it came from being hurt in relationships. It came from being disrespected at at work. It came from from people outside of relationships just being disrespectful, you know. In a whole while, you're you're clingy and you're twinish and you're inseparable and you're back to back sometimes out of ignorance because love is blind. Once you love somebody for real, and I'm I like I love super duper hard. You don't see the other stuff because the love is so blinding. That light, is it shines so bright and you don't see nothing else. But you have to be able to find that and stand on that. You have to be able to communicate up front like, yo, this is, this is what I want, you know, and this is how it needs to be. Or this is, this is where I stand on, on this relationship and who I am. And it has to be really you. And if you don't know that, you shouldn't be in a relationship. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. I like I'm 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 I know everybody gotta learn, but it's certain things that it's certain things that you should just know before you start getting involved with people. Especially if you know you're not shit. Especially that. Like, don't be a user. Don't like 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 that's one of my pet peeves of people taking advantage of blind love because essentially you get in these relationships or I thought you learn together. I water you, you water me, we grow. That's something that like I, I, I saw that years, years, years ago and it's something that it always sticks with me. And it's like, yo, I'm just trying to water you, but I can't water you if you don't water me. My roots are going to dry up and die because you are taking all of the nutrients. I'm only going to be able to water you for so long. Like I'm like, like I'm doing this for the benefit of us. You doing it for the benefit of you and you not realizing that you not doing your part going to cut. It's going to cut it short. I know that I make a difference in people's lives. I know not having me around. I know it, it messes with people like not having them around messes with me. 
but I got to be okay with it. I got to figure out, like, I have so much fun with myself now. I'm just going to keep it a buck. I have so much fun with myself watching reruns of shows. I got me a pool table. Like, oh, my God. Like, I have so much fun. Even before then, just sitting, designing the shoes, uh, um, looking at, like, different things, like, fake house hunting, you know, fake car hunting. Like, like oh, when I get rich, boom. Like, I have so much fun with myself. Like I said, it took me two years to get over my ex. It was at that moment that I knew I needed to stand still. That was the, that was the best relation. That was the best and worst relationship that I had. But that's the that's the relationship that I respect the most because it taught me the most. It was at like that. The ending of that made me. Um, the 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 ending of that relationship is what triggered me to really focus on me. Right. To really see. If I could be who I say that I am by myself. And not just continue to jump in the next relationship. Can I hold my kids down by myself without worrying about like I don't badmouth their mom. Excuse me. I don't badmouth their mom. Because beyond beyond her being my my ex-wife, beyond her being um my kid's mom, that was my friend. Like her and I go back to 14 years old. And though how that whole situation was handled was bad, that was my friend. And if I say you my friend and you never try to like like physically kill me or the kids, I can have a conversation with you. I don't have no ill will towards you. My ex, that was my friend. It's all about learning and knowing who you are. I did. I went through all of that and got to a place of understanding, right? And that's where I am now. I live. I live on the block of logic and understanding. Unfortunately, living on this block has respectfully kill the majority of my outward feelings, right? I don't be caring about shit. I, like, I really, really don't. And not even like an arrogant, I don't care about it. Like, I'm just incapable of caring about certain things. Like, it's a lot of things now that I only see logic and understanding. Right. So if you telling me something and it's like. Have a whole bunch of like trigger words, I'm not hearing none of that. Yo, what's the problem? Like just like what's the problem? What does it need to get fixed? Why are you talking to me about it? If I'm not one of the people who can who can help you, I don't want to hear it. Like don't like I don't I'm not one of them complain to me just because. Like, if you're talking to me at the end of this, it better be something that you know that I can help you with or you think that I can help you with or you know that I can reach out to somebody that can help you with it. I know that sounds bad. I know it does. And I don't mean it to. But I don't care. I don't like I've learned having this boundary for myself. Like, I don't share stuff with people that have like you, you can't help me. 
And if you can't help me, genuinely, you're not going to be able to care about it. And it's, it, and it's not because you don't want to care about it, but because you don't understand it. So I'm not going to waste my time. Like before I would I would explain it to you. Right. So you can know what it is. And then I would like I would have to tell you a whole story of what it is. Tell you how it made me feel and why. No. I don't got time for that shit. Like it's something that I like that I've always hated. And I've mentioned this throughout my life. Like. I was always the person that everybody said, oh, you're so extra. You're so this, you're so that, right? Like you're always telling stories, blah, 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 blah. And it sucked because that became every that became everyone's observation of me. So I started believing it, right? I started believing like, man, I'm so dramatic. I'm this, that, and the other. And one day it hit me. It's not that I'm dramatic. Y'all don't understand logic. If I say to you, I was walking down the street and I got attacked by a cat. You're like, what? Whatever. Like, and I could be injured. Like, face, eye, hanging out. And I'm like, oh, I, I got attacked by a cat. And everybody like, no, you didn't. Man, I just got chased by I just got chased by a dog. No, you didn't. But if I come in and be like, y'all was walking down the street, I seen 13 pit bulls. Uh it was this one white one with a black eye. He was the leader. He started barking. He looked back at the other 12 dogs. He started barking at them. They looked at me, all growled, showed me their teeth. And then that one of them talked and said, Run, you better jump on the car. Then I jumped on the car, fell off the car. Then one of them got my shoe. They I'm like, What? You got chased my dogs? And I start realizing, oh, y'all think this is a show. I'm funny to y'all. I'm amusing to y'all. I'm a cl- I'm a jester to y'all. And this has happened. My this has happened. I'm telling you. Up until about ten years ago, like, for yeah, I'll be forty this year. Up until about 10, 15 years ago, that's how it's always been. And that shit used to eat at me. And then once I start going on this journey of finding out what I'm made of for real, and I start understanding. Y'all lack understanding. That's why y'all need the story. That's why y'all need the antics. That's why y'all need the, the, the animation and the exaggerations. You don't have no understanding and you don't have no logic. And so now I don't do that. Like when I'm in, unless I'm on this podcast and even on this podcast, I try to be as 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 forthcoming as possible. And stating the the logistics of of what it is and just that that's that's what it is, unless it's an apparent story that I'm trying to reference. But now I'm just like. I saw a dog run down the street. It got hit. No, it didn't. You know what? You're right. No, it didn't. Have a good day. Because now I refuse 
I refuse to be a jester. I refuse to give you all of my emotions and in in like I'm not here for your entertainment. I got a purpose. Like one poem, one hoodie, one podcast. I got a purpose. I got a purpose. That's what I'm made of. That's where I'm at now. Honesty, trust, respect, compromise, individual. That's what I, that's what I give for myself so that I can be able to to give it to who needs it properly. And I know when people won't bullshit with me and I know when to I, I got to get away from you because you're not going to like the response. And I'm not going to like the response because I got to deal with it because I keep saying I'm peaceful. Yeah, I'm under, I understand that I'm flawed, but I keep preaching peace. I keep preaching overcoming. So if I respond to you in a way of violence and be who, who, who I was, am I really peaceful? Am I being a hypocrite? Yeah. I tell you, isolation is not for everyone. It's it's something that you you have to figure out on your journey. Um, having a like, if you have a, a good support system, I'm happy for you. You know, confide in them and make sure that that like be the person that knows how to talk and listen. But don't everybody don't ever let nobody play you as a fool. You ain't nobody's entertainment. Nah, nah. So I'm at a place of understanding now. When I'm dealing with anybody, when the kids say certain things to me, like, all right, cool. That's what got me to the point to where I'd rather communicate with you than be in here trying to whoop you. Because now um, I'm not, the emotions are gone. It's straight. Like, why you did that? All right, cool. It's just like at work. They hit me up on some, you did this, you did that, yada, yada, whatever. Show me. If you can't show me, get off my email, get off my phone. But if you have proof and you can tell me, you can show me that it's wrong. All right, cool. I'm not going to argue with you. Like I just had my review the other day. I'm like, fam, come on. I don't like we don't have to do this long drawn out thing. Just read the paper so I can go back to work. I know it's going to be on some bullshit. Just read it so I can go. And luckily, my super and I are are cool. He understood. He's like, "Well, I got to, you know, I got to read everything on here." And I'm just like, "Like, because that's I don't have time for the extras." I don't have time. I just it is it, it. I I really, I really don't have time for any of it. Like through this understanding and this logic, like I've gained a certain level of self-confidence and I am in control of me. I'm in control of me. How I respond to things, how I react to things is no longer from an emotional space. You got it. I'm not here for that. I'm here to change the world. Depressed in all. I'm here to let people know complex is here. This is more than just a podcast. This is more than just apparel. This is more than me just doing poetry. It's so many people who come from where I come from and don't know how to express it and don't know how to get through it and don't have nobody that they could listen to or talk to. But I'm here. Flawed and all, I'm here. I tell y'all all the time, like, I, like, 
I'm not here to play. I'm not here to play. I'm here to make sure that we all know that there is a greater good in us. It'll make you soft. It'll make you corny. It'll make you weak to want to be the best version of yourself. What makes you weak is you you giving the best version of yourself to somebody else and you don't have no ounce of that. You giving all your super strength and super superpowers to somebody else and you sitting in here with your glasses on. Don't be nobody's fool. And don't let people take advantage of you. Don't let you take advantage of you. Remember, there's darkness everywhere, but it's always light available. And no matter what, you got to get to it. Peace. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Complex. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Head over to www.peacefullyflawed.com for your poetic properties merch. Also support Peacefully Flawed Apparel. Um, we have purses, handbags, um, shoes, hoodies, sweats, mugs. You know, go check it out. www.peacefullyflawed.com. Again, thank you guys for tuning in and supporting Infinitely Complex Productions. Remember, no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light.